0: Well, hello there, and welcome to a special outdoor edition of Not Your Average Globetrotter. I am Rafael Di Furia, and today I am joined by Nick. Some of you may know him from a a previous upload, and also I've been on a guest on his podcast, Vault Perceptions. Welcome, man. How you doing? Feels good. This is where you stay. This is your lair, Ravigo. I (laughs) kind of like
1: it. It's cozy, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's something about it. There's something about this little town. It's just... It's livable, it's not super touristy, it's just, it is what it is. Anyway, today I wanted to bring you on here because I wanted to talk to you about your life. (laughs) Because I actually caught this guy, he's traveling around and he just happened to say, Hey, I can come through to Rovigo, let's make this happen. And today I wanted to talk to Nick about his life and what he does in Italy, because he's come to Italy in actually a pretty unique way that not a lot of Americans do but a lot of, them, of guys are interested in because Nick is a football player for the team in Bologna. What's the name of the team? Bologna Warriors. Shout out the Warriors. <laughs> and so I guess maybe let's just get started. What is it like to be an American here? Because you're not of Italian descent, if I'm not mistaken, correct? At heart. At heart. <laughs> Latin lover. <laughs> what is it like for you? Do you have a, an easy time to meet people? Do you struggle at all? Is it difficult because of the language?
1: CC, um So Norwegian, blue eyes. I'm a Viking. Yeah, a little German, so I'm kind of smart. And then lastly, Irish. Yeah, came off the boat. Whatever. This is this relates to. It. There's a story behind it, but I really like my Irish blood. I think I'm a lucky boy. But um, mm. no, Italy. I have not had struggles. Mm-hmm. I think Italians still are excited to see an American. I mean, a great part for me was I moved here. What January 2020. So. After, oh, so you
0: came like right before yeah. like everything. Hit and
1: off. so after that, there's no Americans. So they're right. like, "What are you doing?" And
0: but uh, I don't know
1: I've I've always been very social. Like I'm not yeah. afraid to go talk to someone on the street. No,
0: even seeing you like when we just sat down here, chit chatting, having a great time.
1: Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. I haven't had issues. Uh, mm. Language barrier, obviously, maybe gets annoying. I'll tell you a story where, where, where it really sucked. But for the most part, a lot of younger people can understand you. Right Now you got the Google Translate. You talk with your hands to older people. You right. know, cafe, espresso. But the um, only part that really hurt, um, I was seeing a girl in, in Bologna, and she basically said, Nick, I want to express things to you, but I can't do it in English, she spoke really good English, mm-hmm. she does, and mm-hmm. but there's like words and phrases and meanings and and all the, the lovey dovey crap,
0: yeah, you know, <laughs> so that's so that stuff, and, I, and that kind of
1: hurt me. I'm like, damn, I wish I could understand, but some of my best times mm-hmm. I've had are just a vibe. I don't speak mm-hmm. with the person, we don't speak the same language, and we just have a vibe. Right. The 90% they say is, um, you know, subcommunication, body language, and right, 10 your words, but there are right. points where we talk about the loneliness where you are an outsider. You know Definitely. what I mean? Like this isn't where you're from. This isn't your roots and sometimes it's hard to fit in. I can see that. Oh, the worst part? No, no Here's the worst part. It's when you go out with uh, Italians uh-huh. and then they just start speaking Italian. You just sit here like,
0: uh, yeah. Just sit there with a smile on your face.
1: But it, it's like when I'm in America and I go out to you with my friends right. and we have like a Mexican dude that can't speak English or some <laughs> We don't all speak Spanish so it's like you can't blame them no absolutely
0: not no and it would be ridiculous to expect everybody to switch into the language for you even there have been times where I've been in the same situation where actually people at the table that I was sitting at they tried they were really really nice and they tried to speak in English for my benefit Mm -hmm. they couldn't quite speak English I was like "No, no no don't worry speak in Italian it's fine don't worry about me I'm here I'm chilling I'm having a great time but they're like no we want you to take part and It can be isolating. Even being surrounded by people, you can still feel very alone, unfortunately.
1: Another pro, though, being different. Yeah. People are always interested in you. Of course. Well, then, you know, a lot of people haven't been to America. Oh, my God, I've seen the movies. Is this true? (laughs) Is that true? So you have like a a mini, you know, celebrity thing where they're interested in you already because you're foreign. Just like in the States, oh, it's different because we're a melting pot. But anywhere you go, if you're foreign people are they're looking at you and it's like oh right. so some people take that like why are they looking at me i take it as, uh, you know
0: what's what's up what do you want to know yeah well the thing is also here in italy people stare and they like really pay attention they make things very well known whereas in the states it's like rude if you kind of give that kind of attention to somebody and it's like where are you from it's like what do you mean where i'm from i'm from uh, california we're a bunch <laughs> of,
1: we've got to become a bunch of whims in america now. i can't I, that's a different I story want to be back for a there. different day
0: <laughs> no but i mean like do you ever find that when you are trying to just get by day to day that maybe people treat you a certain way, like a, a kind of like a, a like a, you were saying like, a, um, that they give you a certain type of attention, but do they kind of give you that attention? Then that fades away like a toy, like a new shiny thing. And then it kind of goes away or does it stay around?
1: See, I mean, my whole thing is perception is reality. Right. So I create my own world. You know maybe someone in my situation thinks they're saying something stupid to you i don't take it like that i can't i just flip it and that's in my head and that's kind of goes into like one of the best things that i'm proud to be an american i'm proud of the culture i'm proud of how i was raised is because we do live in this bubble of our own head right where it's we don't give a about anywhere else in the world you know uh we we make a lot of money we run 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 but uh, you guys listen to our music. You watch our Netflix. A lot of people speak English. You can say it from the UK. But we had this delusional confidence in America where we're in our own bubble, right? Yeah. So there's pros to that. Like I said, like I, I'm is reality, and my uh, delusional confidence has gotten me a lot of places in life. Right. But the cons, uh, we're not cultured. Um, we don't maybe not have as much empathy for a lot of different things. We don't understand... We think everything's our best way. We work our ass to death. So I think when you get outside of that, you can keep the delusional confidence but be open to other cultures. You can mm-hmm. develop so much more as a person. Figure out what you like, what you don't. I always look back now and be like, oh, you know, that'd be cool if we did that in the States. And that'd be cool, this and that. Right. But a lot of people are like, oh, f- america they they're the worst and this and that like when they first start traveling from america you know right yeah it's No. Like, it's like no, those
0: people say like, i left america because i'm making a statement it's yeah. like come on you
1: are so blessed to be born with that much opportunity here it's so hard to even get a job for nothing yeah 1500 no. euros a month and i mean
0: you can- No, even i know people who work very like jobs that should be like 50 80 100 grand a year they're maybe getting 20 maybe 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 15 it's, it, it's, 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 uh, a. there's different realities and different expectations here that you have to live with when you're living in the United States. It's like you were saying, it's very much a bubble that's based on the way that we live. And it's very easy for us to remain that way because really Canada and Canadians always get mad when I say this, but America 2.0 or Mexico, which, okay, it's not the same as the United States, but it's it's very limited whereas here you can go 20 kilometers from this town and they already speak another dialect they already have a different culture they already have a different food they have a different way of being the people change so when you have when when you grow up in this type of area the the perception of what is around you and the extra the 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 countries because i mean even to get to another country from here a couple hours drive it changes that perception and for us as americans to come abroad like it's really easy to look down upon oh the the lowly americans who just live their their single life living only speaking english but there is a benefit to certain aspects of life in america not that it's perfect
1: but no, anyone that looks down upon where they're from right i think the more you travel the more you appreciate where you're from doesn't mean That's i want to live point. there right now yeah but and another point is that in America, there are different cultures, like yeah. probably all West over.
0: coast to east coast, south, midwest, but you, small town, large but town. But you
1: stay in the same area. You yeah. rarely, rarely, unless you're from like New York, you branch You really stay in the same area.
0: Well, I mean, most Americans don't even own a passport. Like that's something that you like, don't even think about. Like, With what is the, the basis? What is it that if a guy wants to follow in your footsteps, what does he need to do back in the States to be ready to play football here in Italy?
1: Okay. First of all, I love this about you. Very practical. And this is how I first found your channel. Last year I was stuck in quarantine and I'm trying to find information about what the hell is going on. And (laughs) there's one dude on YouTube and it was you. And you're talking all the quarantine stuff and the new rules. And I was very, very grateful for you last um, spring, summer to figure it out. And the great thing about the podcast that you came on creating value that I'm able to reach out to people that I watch that I get something from and try to give to them and then it results in you know a possible relationship. You know I messaged you when I was yeah. uh, maybe in Italy, we recorded when I was in the States and then um, I think we released it when I was in Mexico. You know and yeah. I
0: mean all the way across the world. And it's we- crazy what you can do these days. And now after this online relationship we're here in person. It's crazy. It's amazing. It's, it's Nuts. It's, it's awesome. Dolce vita. You know? <laughs> Cheers, man.
1: <laughs> but uh, so yeah, we want to get really practical, and then uh, let's have some fun talk after. But okay. Absolutely. So yeah, the professional football. Um, I love it. I was set to be done after college in Colorado. I wanted to start working. Started a business involving real estate, which I had been in for a long time because my father was in it. I also worked with some website stuff and I wanted to make money. I wanted to live good, do different things, and uh, I ended up getting contacted by a handful of teams in Europe relating to American football in Europe. And I'm like, okay, I played Madden uh, back in the day. They used to have uh, NFL Europe teams on there, you know, the Mm -hmm. Berlin uh, Thunderbolts, Barcelona Dragons, there's a team in London. So I had an idea, but I was getting reached out from Denmark, Germany, a couple other countries, that would reach out to my coaches that was off social media
0: and what was it how were they even finding you was this through college ball or what
1: highlights was it? statistics uh-huh. um, yes yeah, so your college stuff right they recruit people each year and luckily you know a quarterback what I play the guy that throws the ball is a very in demand thing because a lot of Europeans grow up with uh, soccer football so they don't understand how to, to throw you know yeah. they can run fast and take a hand off but The people that throw are from America. So every team Uh, wants a quarterback. You know what I mean?
0: Interesting. So it was because you were already playing football, you already had something established, you already had these highlight reels, and you already had some online reach, apparently, through that. Then that's how they were able to find you.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, my case, they recruited me. But Mm -hmm. I know a lot of other cases where people are done with college, they didn't feel like they had reach their potential. They didn't make the NFL, maybe the CFL, but they wanted to play more. Well, Mm -hmm. they reach out on their own. They put together the highlights. They send it out. Um, They go on europlayers.com and you can get recruited quite easy by doing that. People can find you. And I've met a lot of dudes that get an opportunity, do good. And then once you're in, it's like a fraternity. Uh, you're in. And then you're Facebook friends with a lot of them, or you have the the network, and you get more uh, opportunities. But, yeah. Do you want to talk about kind of what
0: American football is over here? Yeah. I mean, like, is there really a major difference in the game? Is there a difference in how it's played or the rules or something that maybe somebody in your position who's played American ball... Like what you would expect out First here.
1: First off, it is ten o'clock in the morning, but I'm in Benito, <laughs> so I can drink spritz whenever I want. Okay, so ah, don't judge
0: me. You're on. You're practically on vacation anyway. You've got the suitcase to prove it, so it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You've got the a couple of spritz. What's that going to hurt? Know <laughs> what I mean?
1: So American football here. Um, I mean, it's the same game, right. but it's a lot less big people, and not uh-huh. as fast. Know what I mean? Like, for example, my line in college was averaging 260 to 300 pounds per person. Here, I mean, in Denmark I had some big boys, but I mean, in Italy we had 220 pound linemen, sometimes less. At one point I had a 16 year old center because we had a lot of injuries. Now that's rare, but 16, you know, I'm 26 and I have, there's dudes on our team that are 38. That's another difference, age. There's a lot of uh, older people here. You know doing it they don't get mm-hmm. paid the imports get paid the americans are if you're a really good Euro player get sent to another country you uh-huh. get paid but the the difference is not as big and not as fast which i am thankful for because i don't get hurt as much know what i mean in, in, in america it's like a car crash every freaking saturday you know nfl sunday and here it's okay hey i practice two three times a week italy it's three times a week you know, two hours um, at night, 8 to uh, 10, 10.30, and you play probably every Saturday, maybe a bi-week, but it's compact, you know, like three months, I think it was, three and a half, and uh, which I like because I work online. You know, I started the business, so they allow me to work during the day, but you get all your expenses paid, you That's get fantastic. the average salary, it's probably a 1,000 euros. So that's just disposable income you know what i mean
0: because you've got everything paid for you can just live your life you can do however you want and do you have to i mean is there any behavior example that you have to um that you have to agree to that you have that you have to live by certain rules or you kind of can do what you want as long as you don't attach the the name of the uh, football team to it
1: yeah i mean because you know they write about us in the newspaper so right. many, maybe maybe midi celebrity status there's uh A niche following i think so yeah you have to be a model citizen you can't be just a total clown but you know you can party they encourage the travel to experience the culture um so they definitely you know there's some people that do this as a stepping stone to try to get back to the nfl really there's some people most people use it as like a a paid vacation so they come over here they get to play the game they love they get to see europe it's a great opportunity me on, on the other hand i think it's it's different because I extend my work visa to live here for about 10 months, you know, work out a deal where I can stay in the apartment. Um, You know, you don't get paid after the the season, right? right? But I love travel, so after the season, you no, know, I'm just traveling, living the the globe trotter life, not not your
0: average globe trotter, right? <laughs> no, I mean and this is exactly what this project is about to do things in not your average way because so many people they just want to go and do the the the, tra- the the trips and the tours, but when you're living abroad in this sort of way, it's that it's really embracing what what I really envision for this project of do, of living abroad in a in a unique way that is not so average.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think if you want to do the abroad living thing, you gotta get um, innovative. And yeah. you know, where you're doing the freelancing, and you got a visa hop, um, there's so many different things, kind of complications, but, like me and you were talking about before this, the highs from it, from yeah. different normal living society is totally, is worth the troubles. Like, obviously it comes with lows, but. Oh, definitely. It's, it's like you're living. You know, when you do this travel lifestyle and you're living in foreign places, don't speak the language, don't know the people, Everything is new to your senses, you're, you're out of your head, you're living right. in the present.
0: No, I mean, this is the thing, like, when you're living in, in your bubble, in your town, in your state, in your county, whatever it may be that you're from, whatever country it is, it doesn't matter, I'm not specifying Americans here, you get used to life a certain way, but then when you start living in a different country, not only do you get to see how different life can be, but what's even more important is how similar it can be at the same time and finding those similarities, even if in Italy, okay, you have to think about the bureaucracy and the daily struggles of that, which I'm sure you've dealt with. Um, But you mentioned also being here like on a visa. Was that something that you had a difficult time to organize with the, the team getting sponsored? Um, is that something that if somebody were wanting to come here as a football player that they would struggle with? Or is it like a pretty okay process?
1: To go back on your point, though, yeah, you get out of autopilot. When you live in different places or when you travel, yeah. you're not as much an autopilot, which I think that's where life starts. You know what I mean? Like, I think I experience these crazy highs and lows every other day and in normal life you maybe experience it once a month. Know what I mean? Once every two months. That's so a fair you get point. this this heart going you, you thrive off adrenaline and dopamine you lack oxytocin your serotonin levels like it's a roller coaster but you learn to adapt and reframe the lows. We'll talk about that
0: later. No but that's that, the, uh-huh. that's actually a very important point that it's it, these chemical interactions in the brain that you are developing new pathways that no. you're <laughs> no, it's really it's it's because when you're just living that life, you were saying it, you're getting into that hypnotic uh, state. You're taking the same route to work every day. You've already developed that that uh, comfort. That pathway. It's comfort. Yeah,
1: that's what it is. And there's you need comfort in life, but to feel alive is when you're outside of the comfort zone. How Definitely. cliche it says, but
0: no, but it's it's a fair point.
1: The visa. I'll wrap around to the to the visa. Yeah. So on my visa, work visa, it's like uh, Siri, wherever, like where it's skills Italians don't have. So like uh-huh. the other people are the CEOs and you know tech people. <laughs> so it gets uh, it gets um, through mm-hmm. quicker. Interesting. I mean? Okay. And um, it's a yeah. highly skilled worker of something. A sort. highly skilled worker. Oh. See, see. I mean, I guess you
0: know. But I mean, it it it's it's a fair it's a fair statement for a football player.
1: Yeah, I know.
0: And uh but
1: so yeah, it gets through quicker. I know I've heard horror stories with people trying to get other visas for Italy and you know, all the bureaucracy, but luckily mm-hmm. a wonderful, beautiful organization, um Bologna Warriors, they handle everything for me on mm-hmm. that end, get it all figured out. I had to go to Chicago and do that. You know, with this corona I had to ship it in, all the stuff. But mm-hmm. no, I mean I don't have many worries on that end because they take care of it, the organization, which I'm very grateful for, amazing people.
0: And so you were saying also that they pay for everything, but this thousand euros that you said that is normal for a person to get, not saying that it's necessarily what you are getting, but that could be expected. Is that something that you felt like was you could really live well on that or that you felt like you needed more? Did you feel like maybe you need to supplement that income by doing something else? Or is that something that you have been doing? Okay, so basically, yeah, that that 1,000 euros. Remember, this is
1: um, after all expenses. So I think you have all your stuff paid for. Some people get food in different countries. Mm. I don't get food. And um, in Italy, they don't pay for food.
0: That is strange of all countries. Well, no, they'll buy you pizza (laughs) and
1: take you out to eat all the time. Okay, okay, fair, fair. Yeah, but all the countries, right? (laughs) So yeah, I mean, a thousand euros like you can live off that, especially in season when you're not traveling. I mean, a thousand euros is good money. You got all your food. You can do what the hell you want. You know, take a uh, a day trip to Venice. Um, yeah. So that's good. I mean, I, I oh, I'm 26. You know, I've been right. doing this in my third year, and you know, I like kind of nicer things and doing stuff. So yeah, I work and I have you know online stuff and. But a person that normally comes here and does, I think you'd be just fine. Mm. Totally fine. So I'm uh, in real estate. Yeah. Uh, so that's... So every day.
0: That's uh, fantastic. On a the, the
1: laptop. And then hey. best part is for people, you know, living uh, the digital nomad life, you know, I'm seven hours ahead of business time. So I get all of my stuff done. They wake up. Oh, hey, maybe this, that. Okay. You know, after my, my nice little lunch, I'll, I'll knock it out Then I can go drink at night. That kind of deal. Right.
0: So is this something that being a digital nomad? Do you feel as though it presents a challenge to your work in any way? You said that it's nice to have that leg up on the competition, but are there ever any times where it would really make more sense for you to be in the states?
1: Now that this life has become more mainstream, there's been a lot more uh, people that got into it, like businesses, and mm-hmm. but with that comes um, kind of not as hidden anymore. And you can't find like great deals like now. So now with popularity, you know, I think more. Money comes. Hopefully, the competition levels out. Airbnb is f**k. Airbnb is a total crapshoot now. Don't use Airbnb. But um, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the challenges. Yeah, the challenges. No, this life's amazing. Like, think of this. You, you get done with your work instead of going, you know, from the office or back to your s- suburb or you know, um, city in, in
0: America, you get to go chill in Venice, know what I mean? You get to no, go... No, that's a huge deal. You're to... in, in Milan with models, like, I mean... And can... that's something that, you, that's not even, like, just hyperbole. That's something that you have done... Yeah, we had a little ...on a number of time. occasions. <laughs> 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 yeah, but, um,
1: no, I mean, this life's amazing. And you learn to appreciate the other cultures. I love the Italian culture. I love the more laid-back... We were just talking about the All Hakuna right. Matata. Um, yeah, I mean, the challenges come with, okay, sometimes the internet's goofy, the time schedule, you got to be, hey, sometimes you got to wake up at 3 o'clock in the morning, or you got to, mm. you know, make calls at 6 a.m. And so, yeah, there's there's challenges, but the highs, the rewards, 1,000% outweigh it. But you need to be able to handle the lows. Not a lot uh, of people can handle the lows.
0: No, that's, uh, again, this is another point of why I do what I do, because it, it's so important that you have realistic expectations. There's so many... Podcasts, YouTube channels that talk about the Bella Dolce Vita, the wonderful pizza, pasta, amore—just like these wonderful things that do exist. But they forget about the realities that we all go through every day, having to deal with. I mean, like just behind me here, this is the Comune, this is the the town hall. So to have to go to the town hall and deal with crap like that—that's a big deal that people forget about. Especially when you're seeing the beautiful travel videos about Italy. That's that's fine as a tourist that's all you'll ever touch but if you're living here you may have to go to this office and then you have to go to the other office and the other office after that but maybe even just taking a little bit away from uh, the some of the difficulties which it sounds like you don't really have all that much going
1: I mean I've been the police place like three times fingerprints this and that but you're exactly right I think I'm able to live the tourist way in Italy because of the organization, so this is a good pro for the sports people, you know, basketball, um, maybe rugby, football, mm-hmm. all that stuff, they handle it. So I can, I don't really have to worry about this bureaucracy, which is one of the worst things in Italy.
0: Oh, well, it's, it's a pastime, it's a major pastime here. Actually, even here at Rovigo, uh, the, one of the major uh, sports, well, actually not major, but um, really kind of one of the big draws to the city is that there's actually a rugby team and they just won the national um, uh, the championship this year. And on their team, they actually do have a couple of international people. They've got some South Africans. I know in the past, they've had some Americans, people from different parts of the world. But going maybe a little bit more into, just quickly, uh, the the, the sports side of things, before kind of jumping into the next section, do you feel as though it's easier to play professionally in Europe or in Italy than it would be to find something sustainable in the United States?
1: No, if you make it to the NFL, you're making a lot of money, um, but...
0: There's a lot more competition, no? Yes,
1: and that's your life. So I have friends in the NFL, and they can't you know, be drinking a spritz and smoking a cigarette and Revigo on a Monday, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's the balance. And, right. and there, too, your health, you know, the concussions, and I had a couple... Of, I mean, I got dinged up a lot this year. It was a rough season. So I don't know. I, because of what I do with the online stuff and the lifestyle I like to live... I would have a very, very hard time, for sure. I wouldn't play in the CFL, and they make you know eighty, hundred thousand dollars a year, and it's good competition. I would have a very hard time if, say, I got an opportunity to go to the NFL, say on a practice squad. You know what right. I mean? They they do a lot of practice squad people that get paid hundred fifty thousand um, a season. I don't know if I would. Really? Because the lifestyle I live, I really love it. I don't want to go there and my life is just football, football, football. Here, it's kind of like... Um,
0: you can have some balance.
1: Yes, it's total balance. And it's... Um, I, I always say, like, uh, anyone in the States knows, like, town ball, like the baseball team. And, you know, they practice every once in a while. They win games. They drink beer after. It's fun. They have fans. I kind of relate it to that, but more... Um, it's more important here. You know, the guys really care about it. We have 10, 15 people just helping out right. at practice. Social media is pretty vibrant. You see us in the newspaper. But exactly, I can put in my work three times a week at night, you know, work out, you know, practice when I want to during the day. But then I get to work, I can go to Venice you know,
0: Yeah. Right I, mean, no, I mean, and that's I can say, screw this
1: interview, I'm going to Venice,
0: you know. <laughs> no, even before we started the episode, you're saying, ah, I might go to Venice today, or I might go to Ravenna. I don't know, I haven't decided yet. <laughs> and it's like, that's what you can do. I mean, especially like living in this area. And that's one of the reasons what I like about Rovigo, is that even though it's not the most exciting place to live, and it's not one of the top locations in Italy, it's well connected by train. From here, you can get almost anywhere, I mean maybe to get to some place like milano or torino you might have like to change trains a couple times but from here it's a straight line from venice all the way down to salerno
1: this is the best thing about bologna it's the hub
0: exactly in the middle of everything
1: everything runs through it and they got exactly. the international airport no i love the train system in italy even though it's late in some areas but
0: <laughs> oh god don't get me started on that <laughs>
1: but but how beautiful is it like when i first came here a couple of years ago in the summer when i was yeah living in copenhagen we did a little Mm -hmm. trip here so listen i always played uh total war like rome 2 and uh, attila and uh i love the the little war game and strategy Mm -hmm. i love that's where i fell in love with roman history i fell in love with like the italian kingdoms um the renaissance and and so like during that class in school i would just play these this this game like you know (laughs) fuck the school and uh so i took that trip so i need to see rome and we did rome and naples and I fell so much in love with it, it as everything I thought it would be. And then I came back like probably three months later in the fall, solo trip, and I did uh, Florence, Bologna, Venice, uh, I think I went to like Brescia, Bergamo, Padua, mm-hmm. um, finished like in Milano. And I remember just taking that train by myself, looking out the window, seeing the Italian landscape, I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. And that, now it's sad, now I'm on a train here this morning, and I still see it. Right. But now I'm starting to get on autopilot. Now I'm starting to question if it's time for me to do the next thing. You know what I mean? And to, to move to the next culture, to get out of the autopilot.
0: But Italy is Italy will always have a place in my heart. Of course. I mean, for everybody, it's like there's something that when you come here, you just can't forget about it. I mean, like this is an example right now. We're sitting. You're having a spritz. There's church bells. Well, it's actually not a church, but it's the town hall bells just going off. It, it, this is like quintessential Italy.
1: First of all, hey, you guys gotta plug this guy's Patreon. I know you guys have been watching. I need to start paying for it now. I mean, I was talking to him before. He's got all this going on. He made a time today he wanted to do this. We've been talking about it for a while. So if you're if you like his content, you get the Patreon. Give him a dollar or two a month. You know, thanks, man. <laughs> Get the Patreon going. No,
0: it really does make a difference.
1: Yeah, seriously. That's how you keep doing this stuff.
0: No, I mean I, that's that's why I can say, hey, like let's do this. I mean, I can take the time on a Monday to take time away from my normal work that I do. Okay, I still have to get the work done. <laughs> I still have to do that. But um, no, I mean it's really it's it's because of the, the the supporters that this content can actually be possible. So anyway, I think it's actually going to be. Uh, there was uh, something else I wanted to talk to you about that I we were talking about before, and I'm so mad that I can't. You it pause is.
1: it so I can take a sick break and we think about it, we'll, we'll
0: finish no 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 what we're gonna have to do I'm gonna have to bring you on again in the future and we'll do a part two <laughs> you guys want it or am I too crazy for you <laughs> anyway man thank you really so much for coming to Vigo. Yeah. great to see you great, great to, to see, see you ya. in person because it's been more than a year we've been in contact yeah, already yeah, yeah, you're a real person
1: what a novel idea yeah he said you're a lot taller than I thought you would be that's what he said to me first yeah no I thought you were gonna be like up to a here on short me guy. oh no no come on.
0: Not because I mean, anyway, like what you said, you're six 6'2, shoes two. Okay, I was gonna say because it's like I'm six one. It's like this guy's—he's up there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you all so much for joining for another Friday night for another episode of Not Your Average Globetrotter. I'm Rafael De here with Nick from Bold Perceptions. Ciao, ciao. Later. <laughs>